Tonight's episode of the Puzzle Sports Podcast is brought to you by Anchor. You know what I've been doing a lot during the pandemic? Listening to a lot of podcasts. And I have had a lot of free time. And what better way to kill that time is to listen to some podcasts and talk about sports for two hours and listen to sports for two hours. And thanks to Anchor, so thanks to Anchor that task is easier than ever. Sign up for free and listen to any podcast you want. But most importantly, listen to this podcast, this Puzzle, puzzle Sports Podcast. Um, during tonight's episode, we have a big crew. Q is back, and making his first appearance is Carl Madsen, a big Saints guy. You guys will love him. He's making his first appearance on this podcast. I've been begging him to come on for quite some time now, and, well, finally we got him on. This should be really fun. And, of course, the return of Cousin Tim. I have been missing Cousin Tim, and we needed him back. And he's, remember, he's our cousin Sal from the from the BS podcast, the Bill Simmons podcast. So he's our little cousin, Sal. We got cousin Tim that's back. Um, we will, in tonight's episode, we will be discussing the Bucks for Saints NFC South rivalry. The, um, the AFC over and under predictions, because we did the NFC last episode, and the best NBA team of all time. Will there ever be basketball game? And to finish it off, of course, the MJ documentary finished off. So we'll talk some MJ. Um, stick around. Should be a great episode. I'm going to have a lot of fun and cue the music. Welcome to the ninth piece of the Puzzle Sports Podcast. Wow, I can't believe I've done nine pieces of these episodes. It's been really fun doing it. But tonight, we got a big crew tonight. I'm really excited to introduce. We got first-time member, really excited to have him on, Carl Madsen. Carl, say what's up to the people. Sup, people. <laughs> Should have been on before this, but, you know, stuff doesn't work out. Got a family and stuff. Got to take care of the loved got ones. Kids. Got to take care of the loved ones. Quarantine's hit, hit hard. But, you know, I'm a Saints fan, Yankees fan. Jazz fam, homegrown in Emory County, you know. <laughs> That's good, dude. That's good. Um, we got Q back on. Q is uh, one of the loved ones on this podcast. People love hearing Q's takes. And then, of course, everyone's favorite, Cousin Tim, dude. Cousin Tim, say what's up to the people. What's up, people? God, we love Cousin Tim on this podcast, dude. We really do. Well, um, let's just get right into it. And we got to... Rivalry fans are here right now. We got a Bucks fan and we got a Saints fan. This should be interesting. Um, let's just talk about that division. Each of you express your feelings towards the division and what you expect from that division. Well, obviously, it's tough. You know, we got Bridgewater coming from Panthers. Falcons are always tough. They got a pretty good roster. Still got Julio. You know, they signed Gurley. I think Gurley isn't the same Gurley as we saw two years ago, but. Yeah, he's been got, a lot injured lately. That's still like that's still a solid team, you know. And then we got the Bucks, and then we got the Saints. I think the Saints are still the favorites. It's still their division to to win. I think just the Saints have a lot more, a lot less question marks than the the other teams do. Yeah, and Vegas agrees with you because the Saints are currently at ten and a half on their over and under. And that's the and the next closest is the Bucks at nine and a half. Q, talk about the Bucks real quick. Yeah, I don't think Vegas is really gonna put like, uh, like everyone that won the division last year is a favorite this year too. So I don't think Vegas is gonna like make anyone else's odds higher. You know what I mean? It's not just gonna be like, yo, the Broncos are higher than the Chiefs. I guess the Cowboys and Eagles are the same. Cow- still. Yeah, the Cowboys and the Eagles are same. But I wouldn't say that the Saints' offense is better than ours, and I wouldn't say their defense is better than ours. Why do you say that? Our defense was ranked higher than theirs last year. I, the, you guys' pass rush is definitely better. I think our secondary has question marks, but they're still young and they were yeah. they came to fourth at the end of the league at the end of the year. I mean, I think our offense edged you out just a little bit because I, I, I would just take I don't know right now I take Breeze court. over, and the Saints have the best wide receiver. Kamara, dude, I, we have the and best then receiver then core in the Kamara. league. Though. You do have the best receiver core in the league, but there's still questions dude, I'd around. I take Evans and Godwin over Thomas and Sanders, dude. Sanders and Thomas is pretty good. Dude, I take two pole bowlers over one. They're both 
Well, they're both pro bowlers. Not Sanders, Sanders wasn't last, last year, but yeah, yeah. Sanders was like washed. Like he, he played good last year. <laughs> he was decent. For the, I, for the like seven games he played for the. But Broncos, Evans and Godwin really have good. had James Winston. And plus, the ball. he was Thomas in the. Had Drew Brees no, I I agree. With, I agree with you, but I just think Kamara sets us over the edge because like. And plus, Sanders played in yeah. Shanahan's system where they really ran the ball a lot more and like spread it out to Kittle more than anything. I I, I don't know. I feel like it will be opened up a lot more with Breeze. I think Sanders. I think the Bucks are still making the playoffs. I just yeah, I think the Bucks are making, the, especially since there's seven teams now. I think they're like, I think you're stupid not to put them in the playoffs. I think they're just too talented. You know what I'm saying though? I we just have a lot of players. We have we have too many skill players. Yeah, you have too many playoffs. good players. Unless it just like blows up somehow. Which and if Brady gets hurt. Because a lot of people, I see like a lot of people on social media and stuff like that saying like this, this Bucks team, oh, they're the next, they're the next Browns. Like, but when it's like, no, that this Bucks team is way better, yeah, like way more talented than the <laughs> yeah, Browns. Yeah, they had Mayfield. <laughs> like, Mayfield do? I, I, I really don't see them. I like Arians too. I think Arians is a really good coach. I just think like you're off. I'm not, sh- I don't know about, I don't know a lot about like your offensive line. But I know we did s- draft a tackle. The Saints, the Saints' offensive line is going to be good this year. You know, and yeah. Kamara, and I, I just think our running back Kamara. I don't even know who is it. Barber, your starting running back this year? Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Oh, yeah. Ronald Jones. Yeah, Barber still does. Yeah, we, we got Barber. Barber. He's all right. Probably going to be like our third string though. We drafted some rookie. What? It, how, how many wins? How many wins do you got on the Saints season, Jacks? I was. Me and you were talking the other day about it. I could see most most realistic eleven five. I think that's fair. But I can see us going twelve and four though. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys open up. Who, who do you open up with again? The, the Bucks. Bucks? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. The, so you, the dome, right? Yeah. yeah, the Bucks in the dome, and then the Raiders, right? I might be looking at this wrong, but tell me your schedule again, because it's like you got the. Because the thing about uh, – I think, yeah, 11 wins is pretty good. Because, like – so you open up, here you go. Yeah, you got the Tampa Bay. Then you go to Vegas, which will probably be a win. That's a, it's a Monday night game. Yeah. Monday night game in Vegas. At home versus the Packers. Tim's Packers, dude. If we have Jordan Love, they're losing. <laughs> that's that's true, dude. They have Jordan Love. In Detroit, that's a win. Um, yeah, I just charges at home. That's yeah. a win. Most realistically, eleven five. Because like, I just feel like we're gonna have some hiccups in there, like normal teams do. Oh yeah, and it's so hard to win in the dome as it is. And you got some of these. Like, you're gonna beat the Panthers in the dome. I just um, think we're gonna like probably well, beat. Uh, you get the Niners that re- the Niners rematch. That game was really good last year. Yeah, yeah you guys definitely did blow it. <laughs> um, then you get the Falcons. Falcons are. I feel like the Saints and the Falcons always yeah, have good thirteen games. and three losing the wild card. You know <laughs> that happens, dude. That <laughs> happens. I feel like some of these games, though, for the Saints. Oh, you guys get the Chiefs in the dome. That's gonna be a game. Why is that game not like a Sunday night game? What is it? Just it's a four o'clock game. Is it not even game of the week? <laughs> we got the Chiefs at home. No, too. it's all CBS game, so it's not a Fox game either. That's weird. I feel like, and then you get the Vikings rematch. That's at home. Probably won that game. It's a regular probably season. Probably an L. Probably yeah. re- it's a regular season game. And then at Carolina. Yeah, I see 11 wins, probably more. Like, I can see 12 and 4. Yeah, t- I think 12 and 4. Is but I just think we might, like, pick up against the Falcons. Like, the thing about this thing, I, I really think this is their last year to really yeah. win now. I thought it was last year, but then. The hype just started coming to get coming back, you know. And, and you got like, Jameis as a backup. I was like, Sanders, <laughs> he Dude. lost. You know, I just had no confidence when like Lattimore is getting cooked by feeling every play, <laughs> <laughs> the wild card, and I'm like, that was our cornerback one. Or Dalvin is just running all over you guys. And then Cousins, <laughs> Cousins really, <laughs> Cousins really what. He, was, he, was he really wasn't like – until the second half, I fought the first half. I was like – because Cook was running all over you guys. And then the se- first half, Cousins was bad. And then the second half, he kind of started to find his way, and then he ended up winning oh, the game. Oh, and then the Saints were driving. The Saints were driving, and then Breeze fumbles up at 20. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about <laughs> We were about that. to take the lead. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> Let's just not Saints talk about fans, it, man. Four yeah. Saints fans. <laughs> 
Q, what do you think about the like? I know we talked about this a few episodes ago, but last episode, yeah, last episode. But like, could could Tampa Bay win this division? I think we could. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I Vegas only has it. you guys a game off. So. I wouldn't bet against it. I mean, if you were to bet your money, would you bet on the Bucks winning the division? And I know you're a homer. No, no, you wouldn't. So you think they're going to take second? Yeah. I mean. There's just so many questions around because Brady had his worst season. I think, we'll, I think we'll take second in division, but I'd bet us going farther than the Saints in the playoffs. Ooh. That's tough, dude. I'd say well, that. it depends. If, okay, if the Saints go the Saints 12, play the Vikings, yeah, they're seed. for sure losing, dude. <laughs> they play the Vikings. That's true. I, mean, I can't argue with that. Yeah. I mean, I mean. Um, but if the Saints go 12-4 and four and get that one seed, I don't know. That's tough. You think 12 and 4 will give you a one seed? Yeah, in the NFC. It's, the NFC is super competitive, dude. Oh, well, it isn't just well, the AFC. 13 and 3 got a wild card last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like. <laughs> 12 and 4 winning. <laughs> True, but the Packers aren't going 13 and 3 again. And they got what, they didn't what literally get. They got. <laughs> they're literally just trotting out the same team. And Rodgers has got to be absolutely furious with the front office right now. Rodgers just goes out of the first play, just throws it to their team. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> He's like, start loving <laughs> I mean, and then I don't think the nine the, the NFC West is too good for the Niners to go thirteen and three again. Twelve and twelve and four could definitely get you the one seed. It could. It could. It just matters how the But it, the crazy thing is now there's no two, there's only one buy. So it, you got the one seed, that's the buy. We just need home field. Yeah, if you guys get home field, then that's we had home field last year. Because if you had that one year, you guys did have home field. You were one. You were one uh, penalty away from going to the Super Bowl and probably winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, (laughs) that's tough, dude. Yeah, Yeah, I remember. I remember we were playing basketball. I don't know why we're talking about this. It's just it happens. Trevor Daly was a Vikings fan, and I remember it was like right before the playoffs. And Carl watched them. He's like, "You guys aren't beating us in the dome." (laughs) (laughs) A week later, (laughs) why is he here? The Bucks have been in the playoffs since like 2002, 2007. When Gruden was the coach, last time they were relevant. True (laughs) happens, dude. Um, I think that's a good time to move on. Yeah, um, let's please. move on. We're ripping on the Saints past Bay Street a little too much. Why am I on here? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, now let's talk about, since we did the NFC guess the lines, it's time for the AFC guess the lines. So <laughs> everyone, let's just get it right. Let's just get it going. We're going to start with the AFC. First, I actually, first before Tim. Tim, what do you think the Packers are going to do? Okay, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. That was the NFC, bro. Look. Q, what are you talking about? <laughs> Carl thought I was cheating. I'll notice if you're cheating because I have the actual ones. So, yeah. all right. I'm I don't have nothing out, bro. All right, Tim. What do you think of the Packers, real quick? <laughs> I think all Packers. What do you see their record as, Timmy? Huh? What do you see their record as? Two and. <laughs> Timmy's really upset about the Jordan Love pick if you guys can't help and then the AJ Dillon pick right after we need a wide receiver we draft a quarterback and the most stacked wide receiver back too though when they, they already Jones. had a good run we have Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams <laughs> yeah. alright moving on AFC guess the lines about the Broncos dude I, I've already talked about the Broncos I'm such a homer so I said 10 and 6 but Dude, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm a homer, dude. I already said that in, the, in my dude, the Raiders plot are two second episodes in that ago. Division. Oh, dude, I can <laughs> argue that the Broncos take last in that division. Yeah, I think you could argue any of those guys I'm take last. I think it goes Chiefs. I think they'll be better. Chargers, Broncos. Dude, I don't think I think the Chargers will take last. All right, let's guess the lines, okay? Let's start with the AFC East. We got the pa- – all right, let's start with the AFC East. The New England Patriots, Stidham. Seems like New England really loves this guy for some reason. What do you think their line? Oh, what do you think the line is? Eight and a half. You got him at eight and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half. I put them at seven and a half. Q got it right. It's actually eight and a half. Fuck you. Yeah, let's go, boys. <laughs> you need to chill out. Give Timmy a chance to guess. You need to chill out, dude. You need to give Timmy a chance, bro. I don't need. Are we keeping track? Oh yeah. Oh my. All right. Time to do this <laughs> Oh yeah. So Q is at. I'm at. That was the actuals. He's, he could just win every time. No, dude. I put mine down and then I looked at the actuals. What, how do we know that, bro? Uh, <laughs> I was like, Jax, who'd you, what'd you say, six and a half again? No, I said, uh, yeah, he said six and a half. <laughs> so you were two off. 
Carl's minus two, and then Q's at zero. All right, Bills. I put them at eight and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. They are actually at nine. So, Tim, I might need you to add this all up when we're done. <laughs> so, I'm at. I missed by by point five. So did Q. Everyone missed it by point five. Actually, yeah, that that one Patriots guess really. Yeah, that that was a hard one right there. <laughs> I, I think they're. I don't even think they're gonna be that bad. I don't know why I said six and a half. <laughs> Happens, dude. I mean, yeah, whatever. Bills, dude. I just feel like Do I saw that. Bills, Bills, Bills are for the first time. They gotta be first time in what three hundred years that they're favored <laughs> to win the NA- AFC East. It's gotta be like. Dude, there was that time that we went to the Super Bowl a couple of years in a row and just lost every time. Well, that was like the nineties. You got to think that was like thirty Remember years ago. Remember that sure. Nathan Peterman? <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's still a god, dude. Next one, Peterman? the Dolphins. I put them at six and a half. I'd say six and a half. Seven. 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 <laughs> They're at six. <laughs> So I I'm off by 0. 0.5 on literally all of mine. They're gonna win seven games. <laughs> they got Van Noy. <laughs> they got Tua and they got Van Noy. Dude, I do like their coach. I do like Forrest. I like dude. their uniforms. Yeah, I like their uniforms. <laughs> I'm not their ass bitch right now. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta like. It's all right, dude. All right. Um, and then the Jets. I put them at six and a half. Five and a half. Six. It is six and a half, so I got that right. It's one to be different. You know? <laughs> uh, Q was minus one, and Jax was point, minus point five. So throughout the with the NFC East, I'm right now at minus 1.5. Jax is at a minus four, <laughs> and Q is at a minus two right now. So, so far, so far. All right, now it's fair because I legit just got he talked about the Saints like past, you know, and And it just messed with your head. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, dog. All right, NFC North, AFC North. Sorry, um, start with the Ravens. I put them at 10 and a half, 11, 11 and a half. There are 12, so I was minus one point, (laughs) and would you say Q? 11. 11? Okay. And no, I Jackson. said 11 and a half, actually. I actually did. So you're point 0.5. And then Jax was one, minus one. <laughs> oh, 12 wins is a lot. I know. I th- so I, I was really surprised by that, especially because I think their division will be a lot better than it was last year. But we'll see. I think they're definitely going to win that division. Yeah. But we'll see. All right. Steelers, I put them at eight and a half. Nine. Eight and a half. It is nine, actually. Fuck yeah, boys. So, yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I have questions about Ben, especially with his shoulder. It was his throwing children. How old is Ben? He did trim up his beard, and he was throwing with Juju. Seen that video. So so you're saying he's throwing for 5,000 yards. No. But Juju was like, comeback season, MVP. He's back. Revenge tour. (laughs) Revenge tour for the Steelers. They're winning that division. Plot take. All right. (laughs) (laughs) all right the browns the browns i put them at eight uh seven and a half carl's (laughs) carl's just thrown off like you dude he's been a bit been a lot more vulgar this episode than past episodes dude and we are and we are 15 minutes in who is the team again (laughs) the browns wow they just barely signed uh, the tight end from the Falcons, Austin Hooper. Hooper. Yeah, I can't even think of his name. Thanks, cousin Tim. Uh, eight. You got him at eight. They are actually eight and a half. Fuck. So I was point five off. Carl was point five off, and yeah, he was one off. Podcast, but you know, <laughs> happens. And then the Bengals, the Joe Burrow Bengals. I put them at five and a half. Five and a half. Five. It is actually five. So, <laughs> Carl gets his first one right, dude. Let's go. <laughs> I've been like half off on everyone besides the Patriots. <laughs> That's true. All right, that is the AFC North. Uh, the AFC North. I think we all agree that the Ravens are going to win that division. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. We're all in agreement there. Okay. After round two, so I will. 
that round, Q was minus two again. Jax, you were a lot better, minus two. And then I was a lot worse, uh, minus three. It was just that Patriots one, dude. Dude, that Ravens one threw me off. I put them at ten and a half, and I thought that was high. And it was 12. Oh, so that one threw me off. That's all right. All right, AFC South. So let's do th- let's do this. AFC South. We're gonna start dude, with. The I am in such dude. I don't know what to do with for any of these teams. I think there's three okay. teams I could win. All right, <laughs> AFC South. I put the Colt. Uh, we're gonna start with the Indianapolis Colts. I put them at eight and a half. Oh, dude. Nine. Nine, Nine and a half. It is eight and a half. So I got that even. Uh, oh, Carl was 0. 0.5 off, and then Q was one off. No, I was half off. Oh, yeah, you were half. That meant 0. 0.5, so my bad. All right, so, and then the Houston Texans, I put them at eight and a half as well. Nine. Eight and a half. Yeah, it is eight and a half, too. So I was zero. Q. Uh, dude, they got O'Brien, though. That guy's a guy. <laughs> that's facts, dude. <laughs> and Q was 0. 0.5 off. So here Texans we go. Are a joke, dude. Texans. Speaking of which, the Houston Texans. I the, put them. Did the Texans. Oh, no! I meant that Titans. Titans <laughs> are eight and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, Titans are. <laughs> so now the Texans. I meant so the eight and a half was the Titans. Oh, dude! If I would have known that was the Titans, I would have said eight and a half. Oh, you're but I thought it was the Texans. <laughs> Such a liar, dude. dude, I'm dead ass. Uh, Texans eight. <laughs> Texans eight. Eight and a half. I put them at seven and a half. They're actually seven and a half. So. Cheater. I'm not, dude. <laughs> Honestly, I got Tell this. Tell me you got all of these right. <laughs> I didn't get the Jaguars right, but I promise I got all the other ones right. What uh, were you 0.5 off, Carl? Jags, yeah. And then Q, off. what'd you say? I don't even remember. I think I was going off. Though. Okay. And then the Jags. I put them at five and a half. Five. You got them at five? I'll go five, too. They are four and a half. Oh, I <laughs> so I was one off, and you two were both 0. 0.5 off. So I ended up with minus one that round. Uh, Jax, you were a minus. Uh, you were one minus 1.5, and Q, you were minus two that one. So yeah, I've been minus two every time. Yeah, you really have been though. No, you were minus one the first round. So, and then I was minus one. Okay. And then, uh, who do you think's winning that division? Because three teams legitimately could win that division. You think Titans the Colts? Colts? I think the Titans are going to win that division. I don't think RT seventeen, dude. Have I believe in him. I don't think kinda, I think Derrick Henry is going to. Except when they lose Week One in Denver. Like I don't know. <laughs> I think Titans are Colts, you know. Yeah, I think. I mean, the Texans still could win. I just they were really stupid this offseason. Yeah, they got Watson. I mean. He's good. Yeah, Deshaun's way good. Um, got David Johnson. Just <laughs> They do have – so write them in for the Super Bowl already. They got David Johnson. Dude, that was a pretty good return for Hopkins. <laughs> we're talking about David it. David Johnson is actually – I love how the Bills, the Bills got a first round. Didn't the, Carl's phone. Didn't the Bills get a first round for Stephon Diggs? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And then just sh- and then oh my gosh, stupid Texans. I think it's just Bill O'Brien sucks. So I'm, I hope the Titans take. I I hope that I mean the Texans take last. They got like at left tackle. Though. Jaguars at four and a half, dude. Not Vegas. Not a fan of uh, not a fan of Gardner, dude. Maybe because he sucks, but <laughs> true. But all right, Leach product though. True, Michael Leach product. <laughs> all right, moving on. AFC West. Uh, start with the Kansas City Chiefs. I put them at 12 and a half. Oh, 11 and a half. It is actually 12. So Q got that one right. Jax was minus one. And minus a half. Oh, 11 and a half. Oh, you said 11 and a half? Yeah, yeah my bad. All right. Yeah. We were both minus. So um, they're the obvious division winners, I think. So, all right. Uh, then the Broncos. I put them at eight. Yeah, I'm going, you have them going 10 and 6. You put them at eight. Well, yeah, I'm just thinking That's a little sus, dude. I, dude, I told you that. Wait, so wait, so what did you say? No, I told, I said I put them at the line at eight. Yeah. I, my record prediction is I think they I could think... win 10 games. If that makes sense. Yeah, I put them at eight. I think Vegas is going to win eight. They're seven and a half. So I was 0.5 off. You guys were each one off. 
Hey, I was 0.5 off. I said 8-2. My bad. I fixed it, Quinn. <laughs> okay. Um, the Raiders. I put them at 7.5. You said 8.5. I definitely seven. said 8. Wait, who? Raiders. 7. Carl's cheating, dude. Seven and a half. It is seven. So Vegas actually has them taking. And then the Chargers. I put the Chargers at seven and a half as well. That's tough. Seven and a half. Yeah, I'll go that too. It's eight and a half. So we were all in this one. Holy shit, bro. They believe in Herbert, bro, or Tyrod. They believe in Tyrod. <laughs> um, I was I was surprised by that one. Yeah, everyone's high on their Chargers. They did get a, they, everyone's high on their You had a pretty good off season. They have a good defense. They have a really good pass rush, and their secondary is okay. But they got Chris Harris Jr. They got Eckler. They got Eckler, true. Um, so that round, um, I was minus two and a half. All right, Tim, you ready to add up the numbers? Who? Let's see who won. Jax was uh, <laughs> minus two and a half that round. Were we all? She was just minus two that round. Okay. So let me hurry and do this real quick. So I was 0.5 on the first one, minus 0.5. Yeah, Jax, that first one was rough for you because you said the Patriots winning six and a half games from there, right? And a half. That's tough. Um, I like it. You're at minus. Yeah, the first round you were minus four. So I think he was one point minus 1.5. So Q might have won this, honestly. So let me see this real quick. So first round, Q, uh, me and Q tied, actually, in the first round. You guys don't understand this, though. Q's sitting right next to me, and he just won't let me think. Like, at all. <laughs> like He's, like, tugging on my... <laughs> all right, Tim. Tug it on my... <laughs> all right, Tim. Tug it on my shorts. Let's let's do cues first. Let's do cues first. I'm pretty sure I won because I did so good in the south, but we'll see. For Q, one point five plus two plus two plus two. So Q was pretty consistent. Seven point five. What was he? Seven point five. Minus seven point five. Carl was or, half of Carl. one round. <laughs> Minus all right for Jags. So we had seven point five for Q. For Jags, minus four. More than that. Minus four. Minus two. Minus two and a half. And minus one point five. Ten. Ten. <laughs> so he is at ten. All right. Sorry, Jags, you did not win. Close. <laughs> uh, minus 1.5 minus 3 because I did bad on that one minus 1 okay. minus 2.5 oh I think Q got me Q is the winner let's go I was at minus 8 Q is at minus 7.5 is 10 Um, I think we're all in agreement on the AFC West on who's going to win that division Pretty clear. The Chiefs are – they get, like, everybody back. Oh, yeah. They get, like, 21 of the 22 starters. So, they get, like, everyone back. Probably going to win the Super Bowl again. And uh, Mahomes is the GOAT. So already. The goat. I think I can say – I think we really can say that he is the most talented quarterback ever. Oh, he's going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. Ow! God, you shut the hell up. Fuck. How am I supposed to concentrate? Can I, like, switch someone's spot so I can this? I have to be 100% honest. Um, I think Jordan Love, he's going to be the greatest of all time. Dude, watch Jordan Love I really actually just... become the greatest, dude. All right, let's move on to NBA like, stuff. He threw like 20 picks to Mount West. <laughs> Didn't he throw like three picks to Wyoming? Like Wyoming? <laughs> like Josh it, Allen. <laughs> Josh, Josh Allen wasn't there, though. That would have been a matchup. Um, True. All right, Same. let's talk about... Who do we think is the greatest NBA team of all time? The greatest NBA team ever assembled. Obviously, with the Michael Jordan documentary coming out, there's been a lot of GOAT discussion on social media and stuff like that. Um, so I kind of put a list of four teams on who I think 
who I think the four greatest teams are of all time. I got a hot take, but I got to say the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> what year? I'm just kidding. With Bill Wallen, dude, in the 70s. <laughs> Two-time MVP, dude. Just saying. One t- they did win two titles. You're the guy talk. <laughs> All right. Um, so, in no particular order, I think the four greatest teams are the 01 Lakers, the 17 Warriors, the 96 Bulls, and the 86 Celtics. Um, 86 Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at the 86 Celtics stats on basketball reference. It's pretty good. I mean, in the 80s, they averaged – their offensive rating was – 111 and they averaged 114 points per game in the 80s when people aren't really scoring that much they were really known for their ball movement larry bird won the mvp that season and they kind of just breezed through everyone they only lost three games swept the bulls beat the hawks with um dominique wilkins um swept milwaukee who had um cindy moncrief and they had a really good team and then they beat the houston rockets didn't even play the lakers that year because that was the year um, the Rockets had the Twin Towers. They had Akeem Olajuwon and um, what's that other guy's name? That other tall guy. Samson, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph Sampson, that other tall guy from Virginia. Oh, Houston. Mm-hmm. Ralph Sampson. And the thing about that Rockets team is they won the Lakers, who had Magic, obviously, the Showtime Lakers. They beat them 4-1. Like, it wasn't even really close in that Western Conference. So um, they were so and Bill Simmons wrote in his book of basketball that this is the greatest team of all time, although he has changed that opinion ever since the 2017 Warriors came out, who we will get to next. Um, the 86 Celtics went 67-15. and 15. Um, They were just really good. They were just a really good team, and I had to put them on here. I actually do think they are better. I, th- I agree with Simmons. I think they're better than the 96 Bulls, and I think they're better than the L1 Lakers. So I would actually put them second as the greatest team of all time. Do you um, think they would beat the Oman Lakers in the series? Well, here's the thing about comparing two different eras, dude. They're just different leagues. Um, but honestly, yeah, I would. I would say they beat the Oman Lakers. I think they played better dude. team. But I think they were a better team. I, they played better team ball, and they just went together. Like, if you watch the old 86 Celtics, they were just, they were just a really good team like a team basketball. They played really good basketball. So I would put the, and then, yeah, I would put them second. I would put them as the second greatest team of all time. Where would you guys rank them on, on this, this four tier list? Uh, fourth. You would put them fourth. What about you, Carl? <laughs> Cousin Tim, what do you think? About what? <laughs> oh, this recording? God, you're a legend. Yeah, that's yeah. really <laughs> Of course Make it's recording. Making sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, my list goes Warriors, Lakers, Bulls, Celtics. So you got them. I agree. Honest. But I think I think the Celtics and Bulls do go back and forth. I think this Bulls team is really overrated. I don't even think they're the best Bulls team. I really that, don't. I mean, if Larry Bird doesn't say hi to Michael Jordan in the restaurant, you know. <laughs> okay, I, I, I want to just say, bowls. did you got did you watch the end of the last dance of like episode nine? No. When so Larry Bird is coaching the Pacers. This is the funniest moment hey, of the whole documentary. Yeah, the whole <laughs> the funniest <laughs> moment of the whole documentary. It was right after the nineteen ninety eight game seven versus the Pacers, and. <laughs> Michael Jordan just walks up to him. Basically, how he says good game to people, he's just like, fuck you, bitch. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> my favorite, like, one of my favorite moments of the whole documentary. Um, talk about the old one Lakers real quick. Um, Dude, can we just talk about the documentary for a second, too? Do you, have you guys ever watched, like, the Love and Tart Show? Listen to Love and Tart Show? No. They kind of, like, they had Stan Van Gundy on there, and they were talking about the last dance, and they're, they just. Van Gundy hates the whole narrative about like Jordan beating off of people like dumb stuff, you know. Like George Carl, the Sonics coach, didn't say hi to him. So he was like, the I'm going to fear I'm just like, gonna... oh, I'm just going to use that against you and score 63. Maybe he scored 63 because he's the greatest athlete of all time. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a good point. Dude. That's a good point. I just um, hated that narrative. I thought it was annoying. So, what makes, so you guys both put the 01 Lakers second. What do you think makes them? Just so on. Is, is Shaq. it just Shaq? Yeah. Shaq, the most unguardable player ever. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Shaq was a total. I want to see what were Shaq's stats this year. 
yeah, this team was obviously really good. I mean, they were if AI doesn't, they probably sweep the postseason. What finals was it that he averaged like thirty six and twenty two? God, Shaq is good. <laughs> Shaq is really good. <laughs> like, this season he averaged twenty eight a game. Is yeah, he's just a fucking monster. Just, go to the go to the final stats though. Total rebounds twelve, just unreal. Um, one second. I just oh, he's just so good in this prime. Because if you look at one of the series final stats, dude, it's insane. Oh, I wasn't it like thirty six. I think I know what you're talking. About. Yeah, like thirty six and twenty two. Yeah, that's like, insane. That is nuts. He's <laughs> just he was just a total monster. And then the fact I, I wonder how what how, what was Kobe's stats this year. What was and then it was like, but other than Kobe and, I guess they got Derek Fisher, Ron Harper, an older Horace Grant. God, I would put these guys third. Yeah, I'm gonna put them third. I think, I think they beat those '96 Bulls in a series. I think. Dude, I don't know. I keep I keep switching on my last three. I really do. I really think it's. A I, I don't think it's dispute. I think we all are in agreement that the 2017 Warriors oh, are the yeah, greatest team yeah. of all time. I think the Warriors, but then I think the last three can be shuffled. I really do. Yeah, I think you can put them anywhere, honestly. Um, Kobe this year, Kobe averaged 28 a game. So you had two players on this team averaging 30, basically 30 points per game. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, that's pretty solid. I mean, that's pretty insane. And then they, they just dominated the postseason, which I think that's why they're in these kind of discussions is because they went 15-1. And if AI doesn't have that amazing game one, then they definitely just sweep through it. Like, they had Tyron Lue that too. True. Tyron, Tyron Lue, dude. Dude, a lot of people think the Lakers would beat the Warriors in a series. I just think that's... Do you think... Well, why do you think that's dumb? Because a lot of people do think that. Well, I think, I think just the factor that Shaq... Like, who's going to guard Shaq? I'm like, well, who's guarding KD? Who's guarding Steph? Who's guarding Clay? Well, especially the spacing. <laughs> if they played in like, like, how are they supposed to spread out? Like, is Derek Fisher going to guard Steph Curry or like Clay Thompson or any of those guys? Well, Draymond brings the ball down the court, and they're like, when they had that lineup with like Steph, Clay, KD, Iggy, and Draymond, is Shaq going to guard Draymond from the three point line? No. <laughs> like, like, He's gonna get right. You out. have to back off, and especially, I guess you could get away with that with Draymond. He's not a great three point. But still, shooter. he like, I feel like Shaq would get ran off the court. I know, like, I know the word. I know, like, on the other end, Shaq would dominate. You know, I'm not. Oh yeah, Shaq would get his thirty. Yeah, I agree. Sure. It's just, and I think Kobe would get his thirty too. But there's four other so superstars on. There's four. Superstars it's just hard to beat the Warriors. 2017 Warriors. And the Warriors did the exact same thing, and they would have swept through the playoffs. But that game four in Cleveland. And it's not like they beat like a bad Cleveland team. That Cleveland team was the defending they had champions. Prime and they had prime LeBron. Kyrie, prime love, and prime and obviously prime LeBron. Like that that team was a Dude, good that team. That game they won too, I swear they didn't miss a shot either. Yeah, that game four was like Yeah, I, that game was obviously if you go rewatch that game, that game was like the most rigged game ever. Like they didn't miss a shot. They, they, and they didn't miss a shot and like these weird fouls were being called. And it was still close for like the majority of the game. So, uh, I don't know. And then they just uh, they just swept. Like, and then Katie, yeah, that that Warriors team was just so good. Like, they beat the Trailblazers in the first round, four zero. Um, then they just dominate. Then they swept the Jazz when Jazz didn't have Mitchell. That was when they had the Hayward. So they had that Hayward led team. Oh yeah. And then then they beat the Spurs. Kawhi got hurt. That was the infamous um, Kawhi getting hurt in the. First, yeah, first I remember, by Zaza. Like, Kawhi would have beat him. I was like, dude, that was game one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's Spurs would have won that series. Spurs would have like, won. Like, no, they wouldn't. Have. I'm sorry. Come on now. And then they just, and then they just out, de- definitely just out played the Cavs, beat them four one two. Um, they were so good this year. Averaged 115 points per game. They had two multiple MVPs. I think it might have been Tristan because it was like. We were at football practice when the Raptors won the finals. It's like, see, I told you Kawhi would beat the Warriors. It's like, Katie's hurt this year, too. <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors would have forced a game seven if Clay didn't tear his ACL. Yeah, they were definitely going to win that game, then Clay tears his ACL, and then it's just Steph with a bunch of bones. Really. They all just got hurt, and it's kind of tough. But this year's Warriors team problem was they didn't have any bit, they had no depth, and then they got hurt, and they just couldn't do anything about it. Like, well, they're getting. Wiseman than Giannis. So. Oh, I was talking about the two years when they lost to the Raptors, my bad. Not this year. 
But yeah, when they get Giannis and <laughs> dude, I don't think they'd pick Wiseman, honestly. I think Wiseman would screw up their space. The, they're probably picking Obi. Yeah. Toppin. Is it Topin? Toppin? They just pick Lamelo. Lamelo's probably going to the Knicks. Lamelo's going to the Knicks, so probably not. God. Um, and then finally, the infamous seventy-two win Bulls. Um, why I say this team is over? Their offensive rating is like the exact same as the Warriors. Their points per game they averaged only one hundred and five, but I guess different game back then. Um, the reason why I say this team is overrated is because there was like four new expansion teams that year. Like there was a bunch of new young teams and like, I'm pretty sure there was also like three 61 teams that year. There were the Bulls, the Magic won 60 games. Pretty sure. Oh, what were the Jazz record that year? They were close to 60 wins and the Sonics won 60 games. So everyone was just winning games. Like all the top teams, like it was very top heavy. And you look at the All-NBA team this year, it's not the best All-NBA team. Like, I think Penny Hardaway's first team, um, and then, like, Grant Hill. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen, MJ, and then Akeem, I think. Which is, like, that's still a really good five, but it's not best yeah. in year. I Like, you would say it's one of the worst in year, like, All-NBA team in years to come. So that's why I would put them – I put them fourth. But – Honestly, like you said, I think, I think you're delusional if you think the if you don't think the 2017 Warriors would just be all of these teams and like. My dad, my dad was telling me about today. He was talking to my uncle, and he was like, he thought the Jazz could beat the 2017 Warriors. And he was like, he's like, Russell would just beat up Curry and KD. Like they wouldn't even want to play. I'm like, it's not like they're like fist fighting out there. I mean, I get it's like tougher, but okay. I mean like. <laughs> That's so stupid. Because I just want to put this down. But I feel like if anyone had the opportunity, like everyone's calls this league soft, but it's like if they were like if they were given the opportunity to play physical, I'm sure they would. Well, you think about it. It's like, not going to be their fault. It's still playing tough defense. And it's like yeah. everything it's is way fault, more spaced out. Like, it isn't packed in the middle. It's so it's not going to be more physical down the middle with everything so spaced out because everyone worried of the three ball, you know? Dude. And it's like, do you really think LeBron James would just get his ass beat by Bill Lambeer? Yeah, no, exactly. LeBron would. LeBron, like, would, LeBron, LeBron would was him. able to play physical, dude. He would dominate, dude. Like, like, yeah, I don't even think it's like close. If LeBron was able to play physical like everyone else was, he would dominate. I think. I really don't think defense played that much tougher like back in the day than it does now either. Well, the main like, thing I, I think Bill Simmons was talking about like with Charles Barkley's like sixty point game or whatever, he was just getting wide open shots like crazy, like. They couldn't even stop a pick and roll back in the day. Now you got Katie and Curry coming off the pick and roll, you know? It's like – well, it's like one thing so overrated about – because the biggest lie about 90s defense is everyone's like, oh, it, they had that hand-checking rule if we played in today's league. Hand-checking was elite, was uh, outlawed in the 70s. <laughs> so it's like the biggest lie ever that they say, oh, hand-checking, it's less more – like, no, the bottom line is – at, nobody was shooting the three ball back then. Everything was way more packed. So you're going to get more, like, it's going to be a little, I agree. It was more physical, physical, but in the sense that everything was packed in the yeah. middle, like if everyone's, if you got four people in the middle, like you watch any film of the, uh, everyone says like the greatest defense of all time, like the bad boy Pistons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you watch those, like they got people packed in the middle. Yeah. Okay. So every, it's going to be more physical because you're, there's just more bodies in there. It just makes sense. There's like no room. Right. Yeah. But with everything more spaced out, it, it just creates lanes and it's a lot more open. Like, I know we probably sound like we're, like, not giving the old teams respect. But just, like, I just don't see anybody guarding. I think competition is a lot KD, better now than it was. A seven-foot KD who could shoot threes. And like, like yeah. it's just a different era. And plus, like, they have four Hall – like, you could legitimately argue that the that Warriors team had four Hall of Famers. Like, super – like, all All-Stars. Well, they're definitely – they're going to be all Hall of Famers in basketball. Sure. Yeah. So, I, I I just don't even – I think it's – honestly, I think they'd be maximum any of these teams six games. The max. If not, I think – honestly, uh, yeah, I think it's max six. Any of these teams, I think the max they take them is six games. Yeah. I don't think it's any other less. Because it's not like the, the, those – this Warriors team. Warriors good at defense, too. That's the thing. They played the Spurs. Plays way defending. Draymond's obviously one defensive player of the year. And obviously, it just a bit like, I don't know. 
I just think that's so. I think the '90s defense consensus—it's consensus—is just so overrated. I agree. All right. Well, moving on. I We're, just think, I just think defense is harder nowadays to do. Oh yeah, it's just the same. Yeah. Timmy's got some McDonald's guys, so yeah, like, we got a shout out to Tim, dude. Yeah, Are you serious? Cousin Tim is just an LC. Dude, we got McDonald's okay. right here. This is for us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really, Tim? Yeah, this is for. Are you serious, Tim? See, this is why we love cousin. <laughs> this, is why, this is why we love cousin Tim, guys. Honestly. Dude, All right. Legend. So, sauces, bro? MJ yeah, Doc. Right. All right. So. The MJ documentary. Obviously, it just Thanks, finished bro. up. So, let's just talk about MJ for a moment because let's just talk. What it, like? What is your favorite MJ moment throughout the whole documentary series, or any moment in general that? Uh, probably when he just, says uh, "fuck you, bitch." Like, <laughs> dude, that honest to god, that moment was so. Funny. I was laughing so hard because it was just like he just walked up to him. It was just like, yeah. Yeah, they're like in you. like the parking garage or something, were they? Or were yeah, they, they were like meeting. Yeah. Like they were like it was, it like, was right after the game seven. Like literally just right like, after. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> it's so funny, but. Probably my favorite basketball moment of MJ. It's got to be the shot against the Jazz. It's just dude, so that's iconic. Like my, dude, I feel like that's the most overrated. That's definitely a push-off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. Yeah, if you, It's a little bit of a push-off, but if you watch it, like, Bill Russell's terrible defense. Uh, sorry, Brian Russell's terrible defense. His momentum is going that way. Like, you can kind of see him. He's running this way. And all and like it's just a simple crossover, but that it's like lock, that guy would lock up Curry, though. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, he lock up Curry. That's got to be my favorite moment because it's just so iconic. Ended his career with the Bulls, um, and it got him that sixth ring. And it's like the like everyone can just picture that, like him holding that form while it goes through the net. I I just really like that. I just really that's probably my favorite moment. Um, what about you, Jax? It. In the documentary, my favorite moment was uh, was it Doug Collins, their coach before Phil Jackson. Oh yeah, and they're they're in the interview. They're like, I think it was after the Cavs game winner when he was talking about yeah. like what the yeah he's, he's like, like everybody what was the game the- he's like he was like give it to Michael and everybody else get the get away <laughs> so everyone else get the fuck out of the way like oh that one is dude Doug Collins like I love Doug Collins <laughs> he's funny dude like and his like he was just like yeah MJ's gonna just get all the like all the stats dude. And you look at it, like, MJ's stats during the Doug Collins era, really, really, like, really good. Like, on the point of, like, I'm pretty sure it was, like, 28, 8, and 7. Like, Dude, that was, like, kind of a crazy move. Like, just imagine if, like, the Jazz did that with, like, fire the coach after going to the Western Conference Finals and hiring the assistant. Yeah, like, that is. I, it was a great move. I'm just saying, like, if, if you think about it, like, the Bulls didn't make it to the Western, the Eastern Conference Finals in so long. And they make it, and they just like, yeah, sorry, Dougie. <laughs> yeah, you gotta fire you. Obviously, I think it worked out, dude. Honestly, oh, yeah, do you, obviously, here, do you think that '91 Bulls team was so good with Horace Grant, obviously MJ, Scotty, all that? They were really deep on their bench. Do you think Doug Collins would have won the t- championship with them? I think Phil is definitely a better coach than Doug, but I think. I think Phil got better teams, of course. Yeah, I think Phil's. I think I no doubt about it. I think Phil's a better coach too. But you got better Scotty. I think they win the. I think they still won some titles with Doug Collins as, as the coach throughout the nineties. Um, the Collins was like the Collins after he left the Bulls too. He had some good years. Who was he coaching the Sixers? Maybe. Yeah, he would. Uh, Doug Collins was a good coach, I thought. Um, and Q, you said yours was the Larry Bird moment. Yep. True. That moment. That moment was so funny, dude. Yeah. All right. Um. Most overrated MJ moment for me, for me, it is him lifting weights against the Detroit Pistons. I mean, I lift weights. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone puts that off as like it was some remarkable thing that MJ had to do to get over the hump. Why wasn't he lifting weights before? I know. I just I don't know why they put that in the last dance because I feel like there's more people like us though that think that like I. You see it all over Twitter. They're like, why do they even put that in? So that big a deal they lift weights. Like, like high schoolers lift weights. And Isaiah Thomas said this, and he kind of, well, and he kind of came off as like super salty, and I'm sure he is about not making the dream team. But 
like he even said it was just like he said high school like high schoolers lift weights like everybody lifts weights to get ready for the season like it's stupid to like suggest anything else i don't know why i don't know why they didn't put that in so i think that's the the most overrated i thought the last dance was great but i've also heard that it's like they left a lot of things out they did leave a lot of things out like it's probably the i haven't even like watched all the episodes i think i missed six and seven but I still think it's one of the kind of bugged me that they didn't even talk oh, yeah. about Jerry Krause or whatever his name is dying. I know they didn't even mention that at all. And he, like, say what you will about Krause. I think it's like, it's obviously stupid. He had to blow up. Like he was just like, if you win 82 games, I don't care. I'm firing you, Phil. Like I think that's obviously stupid, but he did put the pieces around Michael to make them. Scotty. Yeah. He got Scotty, got Horace Grant. I mean, he did a lot. Dude, he got Scotty on a bargain, too. True. Is there a bathroom here? Yeah. And so, like, and so, like, obviously. uh, Yeah, it's just down the hall. So, it's all right. Thank God I can just edit this out. Um, So, anyway, like, yeah, I just, I don't know. Krause should get some credit, but his ego just drives me insane. And his little man syndrome just drives me nuts. I just, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of bugged me that they kind of like made fun of him the whole time in the show. And then they didn't even talk about him dying. I was like, okay. Like he can't, yeah, it is kind of unfair that he can't defend himself because he like, so yeah, that's tough. And then, all right, worst MJ moment. I think it's got to be him getting picked by Nick Anderson in that playoffs against the Magic. You know what I'm talking about? That when they lost to the Magic in the in six and yeah. that game one. Which I think people are like, oh, MJ was bad that series, which isn't true. I think he averaged like around 30 a game that series. Here's the honest to God truth about that series. A lot of people are like, oh, MJ was rusty, which is like fair enough. You sure? Because he just came back from baseball. And fun fact about that, Michael Jordan came back because he thought he could steal the title. Yeah. Like he honest to God thought he could be like, oh, I could just get another ring. Like that's why he came back. It is. And, and because the league was down that year, it wasn't as good as it was in years past. Yeah. So he was like, I could steal a title. And he almost did. Like he was, I mean, I guess people do point to that game six because towards the end of the game six against the Magic, he had a bad air ball, like a bad air ball, that, like questionable shot that he airballed. So I think that Anderson series ended up choking though in the finals. So. so yeah, the Magic got swept in that finals. Dude, Nick Anderson should have just made those two free throws. Four. Wow. Four. Four. Like, them all. That Magic team, I think, it was just better than that Cavs. I mean, not Cavs. Um, the that Bulls team because the Ma- the Magic had Penny Hardaway, who was really good in his prime. He, for all, I think it was All NBA th- third team that year, and then the next year is All First team, and then. Young Shaq, man. Young Shaq, he was like fast, like oh, yeah. super athletic. True. Like Thanks. he yeah. was like, <laughs> uh, they were just. So, and then they had Horace Grant. Another yeah. thing, um, the next year when the Magic got swept by the Bulls, the '96 Bulls, Horace Grant got injured that game one, so they didn't have a twenty points per game scorer that whole series, and every game was close. So if they have Horace Grant, I don't. They say they're not. I don't think they win the series, but it's a lot. Closer, Closer, I think. So they get swept. So they had Horace Grant, Nick Anderson. They, they were just really good. They had really good shooting, too. They had Brian Scott as well. They just – that Magic team was – One of my favorite Jordan moments, too, is when he went to the Garden and dropped like 60. Oh, yeah. He did that a lot. Bill Simmons actually thinks that if oh, – yeah, that was a cool moment in the documentary, too, when he said like his feet was bleeding and everything. In his last game because he was wearing his – Oh, yeah, because like his – yeah, because he was in in France, was it? Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Wait. So wasn't even a flu game. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, it was a poisoning. bad pizza I think game. I, I feel like I knew that. I knew it was like food poisoning because I heard that story that those five people walked in and gave him a pizza. Imagine opening your door after you just ordered some pizza and there's just five <laughs> guys right there. Like, that's a little sus. Do you – do you really think jazz fans poisoned the pizza? No. Dude. <laughs> Low key. <laughs> no. 
Because Twitter was just dude, flaming jazz people, fans. Dude, people all do night. hate jazz like, fans though. Like they hate us. They like, hated us after the Westbrook thing. He's like these Utah MFs. <laughs> <laughs> like Utah, Twitter was flaming jazz people, dude. Well, I, the stupid jazz. Scotty Pippen in that game six is obviously hurt. Is like hobbling up and down the court, and they're still focused on him for some yeah. reason. Like he can barely move. We gotta stop. We gotta stop, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> like I would be like, shoot the ball. You, you like, you, your back is hurt. Go at him. <laughs> or like it was just, oh, just different times, man. It was really like more just go play basketball. I feel like in the nineties than, yeah. uh, than scheming and strategizing. But whatever. Um. Yeah, I think that. But I think the worst MJ moment is when they lose to the Magic and. What do you think was the most underrated MJ moment throughout the doc? Like, people didn't talk about it enough. Hmm. This one's tough because it's like, I feel like they covered everything. One thing also that I thought was weird that they covered in the doc was the BJ Armstrong kind of beef that he had. Like, there was like 20 minutes of BJ Armstrong, and I'm like, why the hell is there 20 <laughs> minutes of BJ? Like, who the hell cares about BJ Armstrong? <laughs> Because it was like MJ – because I think they were trying to do the narrative that MJ gets pissed at anyone who talks trash to him and that you should just never talk trash to MJ unless you're Kobe Bryant. Um, but, like, I just – also, I also I, think, also, I think that's overrated. Like, maybe – like, it's like you said earlier. Yeah. Maybe it's – MJ's just the best – one of the best players of all time. He's dropping 50 points. Does it? Does he really does have that, to just? Does, does George Carl actually have to say hi to him in a restaurant? <laughs> My goodness! It was at the game where he just. Yeah. So it's just. But, uh, I just don't understand why they talked for twenty minutes about B.J. Armstrong. Like, who the hell cares about B.J. Armstrong? Dude, one of the I thought I just think that game winner he had against the Cavs. It's like he either misses, they go home, or he makes, they move on. Yeah, that. Yeah. I wouldn't say that's underrated, though. because I'm not saying it's underrated. Yeah. I'm just saying that's like... Also, funny moment in that documentary is when the reporter comes up to him and he's like screaming. He's like, Michael, you stuck it, man. You stuck it. You stuck it. And Michael's like, yeah. And like, that's it. The, the reporter, the interviewer just walks off. He's like, you stuck it, man. And Michael's like, yeah, I did. And then he just... <laughs> it's so funny. Um, so... I, most underrated moment of the MJ document. I don't know. Probably. I, I just don't think they gave that 92 team, 93 team when they beat that Suns team enough credit. I think that team is, Probably I really think that team is the greatest team of all time. And I really think they should have put that. So greatest that's what team I would put time? No, not greatest. I think greatest Bulls team of all time. So I don't know. It's just a really fun documentary to watch, especially with Michael Jordan and Everything is heating up now with the GOAT debate and LeBron and Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. The LeBron stands are not liking the last dance. Oh, yeah. They always like everything. It's so funny. because I mean, it's I like, like it, but I still think LeBron's better. Yeah. I think the funniest thing about the whole thing is like MJ, they'll put up some MJ stat and it'll be like, oh, and then like LeBron people will be like, funny, LeBron better. <laughs> it's just stuff like that. Like in every single social media, Instagram post, comment section, you just see all these LeBron, like LeBron better. Like, so, like, I just think dude, it's so LeBron, LeBron people are not stupid. Like, you don't want to get into a Twitter fight with them. They'll just, no one wins, you know? Yeah, no one wins in these fights. That's why it's like, that's why I kind of take the road of, I think MJ's legacy is better. So I would put him at the top, but I think LeBron's a better basketball player, if that makes sense. I think LeBron's a better player, yeah. If that makes sense. So that's why I was like, I don't know. I'd rather just appreciate LeBron's greatness and I'll say too. they're great. Yeah, LeBron is definitely a better guy. True. Like, he opened the school. <laughs> he opened the I school. thought it was funny when, he uh, <laughs> when every time Horace Grant had a bad game, LeBron, I mean, Jordan didn't let him eat. Oh, He's yeah. like, don't let this guy eat. Well, like... MJ, it's kind of funny watching the last dance dog and be dude. like, oh yeah, he would just like harass his teammates yeah. constantly. And I think it was kind of funny, like, also, do you think this is a, the overrated moment? I for, just remember this. The Steve Kerr and Michael Jordan, the little, like, Steve Kerr punched him in the chest and then MJ punched him in the face. Like, and that, that was like a certain level of respect 
do you think that was a little overrated too? Because I think that like it was just no, like like MJ's like it, like <laughs> and they, like the narrative they made was like MJ trust him to take that shot against the Jazz in the NBA Finals because Steve Kerr punched him in the chest. No, like I just I, think it was the right basketball play. Yeah, I think it was like he got double teamed. If he would have shot, it would have been a double clutch. Like it wouldn't have been a good shot. And I think MJ just made the right play. Like he just trusts his teammate. Whether like he did the same thing with Paxton and Paxton didn't punch him in the face or punch him in the chest. Like I think that was a little overrated too. Anyway, MJ documentary was really fun. Um, I think that's it. We've been talking for about 50 minutes now and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, thanks for coming on. Big shout out to cousin Tim for getting us McDonald's mid episode, dude. Like seriously. That's clutch. Um, any of you guys have closing statements before we peace? I'll be back. Yeah. Kanye for twenty twenty. Kanye for. Sure. <laughs> um, I. It's cute, kind of bugs me through this whole thing, you know. <laughs> it kind of screwed me up with the lines, but. Yeah, I won. Hey, it's all right. Carl, you'll be back to redeem yourself on the next guest lines we do, which maybe never, but with this whole Corona thing going on. Sports should never come back. World's (laughs) ending. About time. Um, We'll leave it on that note. Thanks for listening. Shout out to Anchor for letting us do this. And yeah, 